everybody, and welcome back to the Two Jobbers and a Wrestling Podcast. Podcast. As you already know, my guest this week, Mr. Robert Quiles. Rob, how you doing? What's up, Johnny? How's everything? It's good. The world's moving along. Yeah. It's almost October. We're almost, uh, you know, Halloween. Halloween. Thanksgiving, Christmas right around the corner. Listen, I, I always say, once Halloween ends, that's it, man. Like, it's just rapid fire. Yeah, you know, it's always like this every year. It just feels, you know, weird this year because of the pandemic and everything. That's, and listen, usually, <clears throat> usually I feel like September, you know, usually takes like it's time. But this, this September flew. Bro, I'm, I'm still stuck in March. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm stuck uh, in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know what's happening anymore. Um, but welcome to the show. We're having a good time. We got some drinks going. Oh yeah, a little bit of LITs. Yes, sir. Wasted Wednesday. Is it? Eh, yes, it is. Uh-huh. I guess. Why not? Cheers. Cheers. Um, before we start our show, though, I don't know if you saw this morning they announced this. You know, sadly, uh, Road Warrior Animal has passed away. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw that earlier. So, I mean, it's sad, but hey, now the, now the Road Warriors are reunited in heaven into yep. that big ring in the sky. Yep. So, they're up there with all the other great legends that we've lost. Yeah, they'll be running in up there in heaven together now. Exactly. Rest in peace, though, man. Yep, rest great. in peace indeed. Absolutely. Great, great tag team. Absolutely. But today, mostly we're going to be talking here is Clash of the Champions this Sunday on the WWE Network. That's right, that's right. First match we're going to talk about here. And it's funny because I was gonna bring I was gonna bring this up no matter what because I'm actually very excited to see what they're gonna do with her. Uh, the Raw Women's Title Match: uh, Oscar versus Zelina Vega. Listen, I'm pretty pumped. Uh, I think Zelina Vega is a great talent who they underutilized for the longest time, and you know, now she stepped up and she's like, nah, like I want to wrestle, like, like I want to be Raw Women's Champion, and he, I know she has the talent. Like she is a good wrestler. She's solid. I wouldn't say I wouldn't use the word great, but she's good. She is good. She is she, good. She's better than other like women's that have been correct. champion correct so I mean she's got a shot I, I like her I also read that uh, Vince really likes her Vince He's, does like, really like her yes. really into Selena Vega yep. so I can see her getting a nice little title run uh, I mean yeah I don't I don't see her beating Asuka here I don't see that happening probably not right away but I am happy that you know she stepped up they're giving her a chance because again I, I know she is a good talent uh, my, my only thing I'm worried about here is they kind of alluded to the fact that um, she might not be managing uh, Angel Garza and Andrade anymore, and I'm like, those guys need a manager. They need her. They need. I they mean, need her. I think they need her specifically. I agree because yeah. they don't speak the best English yet. Nope. So if you're just gonna cut her out of there, that's yeah, that's a mistake. In They're my in opinion. trouble. Yeah, it's a mistake in my opinion. Because what are you gonna do? You just gonna have them never talk and just wrestle? Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, Angel Garza speaks better English than Andrade, but still, it's which is funny because Andrade has been in the in the in the WWE now for like several years. Yeah, since he's been in NXT, he's been in WWE for like yeah, what like like six or seven years now. Like he's been you know around people that are always speaking English. I don't understand. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so, uh, so I think we're both on the same page. We have Oscar winning that match. Yeah, I got Oscar on that one. All right. Next women's match: Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, this match, 
I think the match is going to be good because we've seen this match already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think this is a throwaway match, though, because we already mm-hmm. know it's going to... Mm-hmm. This, this is just leading to Bailey Sasha Banks. Yeah. And as I predicted, I think it's going to happen at Hell in a Cell. I think it's going to happen inside of the Hell in a Cell. And I think that's where Sasha overcomes Bailey Because by that point, Bailey would have then been the SmackDown Women's Champion for over a year. Wow. Yeah, no, I mean, I think this is a, a throw-in match as well. Uh, I have Bailey taking this easily. Absolutely. I don't think it's really going to be... Competition? Know, yeah, it's just... It's a throw-in match, whatever. But, I, I mean, we've been we've been banging on the door now about uh, Sasha and Bailey for, like, the longest time. Yep. Like, that this was, this was just, you know, inevitable that exactly. them two were going to turn on each other. Exactly. And now it's happened. I thought it was going to be the other way around, though. What? I thought it was going to be uh, Sasha turn on Bailey. Oh, no, no. I knew it was going to be because Bailey's riding that heel high right now. Yeah, no, it's, it's good, though. I, I like yeah. that. Uh, next women's match. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending this, the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship against the Riot Squad. Uh, listen, they've been pushing the Riot Squad the past couple weeks. They're they're okay, but like, even though Shayna and Nia Jax like, aren't like your typical tag team, those two are dominant. Like, I don't see the Riot Squad touching them. Yeah, no. Nah, do, I don't even know how to explain this, but, like, <laughs> this tag team is, like, realistically, there's not two women in the WWE that could probably fight them. Yes, like, I agree. in the ring. Like, I agree. I mean, these are, like, hard hitters, yep. you know, of the WWE right now, and they're a tag team. So, Like, the only team I can think of, like, in my head who might be able to touch them is, like, I don't even know. Maybe, like... Like, randomly, if they put, like, Ronda Rousey with, like, Rhea Ripley, I'd be like, yo, yeah. maybe. Or, or Charlotte maybe. and Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I maybe. Like that one. Yeah. But, like, other than that, no. But, realistically, <laughs> they're, gonna, tag team. they're gonna just run through whatever women's tag team oh, absolutely. is in their path. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, I'm happy we're on the same page with that one, too. Um, another tag team title match. Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura defending the SmackDown Tag Team titles against Lucha House Party. This is another throwaway match. Listen, before we get into this more and then the Raw Tag Team titles, uh, what they've been teasing lately is uh, they've been teasing unifying the uh, Raw and SmackDown Tag Titles. I guess I'm okay with it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of... I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. Like, I do like that we have two different tag team champions, but then at the same time, it's kind of like, ah, do I really... Nah, I don't. My thing, though, the only thing I'm scared about is I don't want the, like... I mean, that would be cool, though, because if you brought it to NXT, that would be pretty dope, too. But, like, I don't know. Like, they just have to... If they're going to unify it, they have to treat that better than they treat, like, like the women's tag titles, for example, because... I don't know why they're unifying it. Why? Because of, of the draft that they want to... Well, the draft we will talk about. That'll, that'll be brought up uh, in this show as but, well. But, I mean, it only makes sense, though. It does. You, like, look, I get you, you know, you want each brand to have, like, your own champions. Of course, of course. But it's like, the tag team champions is supposed to be, like, a unification of two people that are, like, dominant. Yes. It's not supposed to be... It's supposed to be those two people and everybody else. Yep, I like, agree. It's not supposed to be another set of champions. Well, yeah, because listen... Because it just diminishes, like, the, the tag title. And listen, like, you know, think golden era of wrestling. Think attitude era of wrestling. There was only one set of tag team champions. Yeah, and that was the best. It was, exactly. You know, it had, the tag team titles have prestige. I and I get... Like lost that. And I get what they're doing here, because, you know, you did strike gold in the Ruthless Aggression era when you had the SmackDown and the Raw, you know, tag titles. But, yeah. like... 
it's a different time, man. Like, if you look back at that, you only had two sets of titles like that because Raw and SmackDown really wanted to compete with one another to see who was the best. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. Nope. It's but, just, oh, you have your titles, we have ours, boom, done. Yeah. Plus, it actually gives at least people now, too, like, more singles runs at other titles. So that, too. And then, you'll have more competition for the IC title. you have more competition for the U.S. title. It's that, and then also, you know, if they are going to go the route of, like, the tag titles can travel between brands, which they kind of have to. Yeah, they have more, to. That's going to be cool, too. You'll see different kind of matchups. Yeah. Things like that. But I, I like I liked it when it was like you had like your set dominant tag teams. Of course. Like you had like your Edge and Christians, the yep. Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys. Yep. You know you had those guys like continuously fighting each other. Yep. To see who was the best, and I I, I want to see that again. I agree. Uh, back to the match though, uh, I fully expect Nakamura and Cesaro to retain here. Yeah. That's not even I, a question. I think that's not easy, even a question. Easy call. On to this match now, and. <sighs> We're talking about this again. This is, this is basically a rematch from uh, from SummerSlam. Oh, boy. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Testing titles. Listen, you guys had it at SummerSlam. You should have gave it to Garza and Andrade. Like you said, I'm, I'm kind of over the Street Profits, man. I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> Look, they're not your prototypical, you know, like... They're not a dominant tag team. They're not. They're just like... It's just one of those things, like, it's just hard-pressed for, like, a really good tag team at the moment. Yeah. You know, you got people that are also hurt. People who don't want to wrestle. Wrestle. Yeah, so you kind of get it. riding this high of the Street Profits, but now people are over it. Yep. Like, it's cool for a few months, and then, like, all right, I'm done with it. Like, they won those titles when I was at Raw in March. Oh, wow. It's crazy. They, they held that title for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're banging on the door of a year. So, I, I mean, agree. They, it, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody else that's listening is over it. Like, <laughs> no one really cares. This is why nobody cares about the tag team titles. Because look who's holding it. I mean, yeah. And as much as I, I want to say that they're going to give it to Andrade and uh, Garza, if they really are serious about unifying the tag titles, the, the three parts are going to retain. Yeah, I mean... Because they used to have the, the face and the heel fight each other. Yeah, I mean, and you can't even have uh, Garza and Andrade win it because they don't even really speak English. That's true, though. So it's like, how are they going to cut promos as tag team champions? Yeah. Oh, God. Another match that I don't want to see because we've seen two... Dude, I don't understand what goes through their mind with, like, oh, they've seen this match ten times. Guess what? I'm going to put on another pay-per-view. Bobby Lashley defending the U.S. title against Apollo Crews. I don't care. I'm over this. Listen, y'all had a great match at Payback. You did. I, I will give you that. But, dude, there's so there's so much more talent on the roster, man. Give someone a chance. I feel like the WWE does this at least two or three times a year. I agree. They just, like, have two guys fight, like, five weeks straight. They've been fighting five months straight. It's just like, yeah, like, they just continue to do it. They're like, you know what? We ain't really gotten anything else for these guys, so you know what? You're just going to fight each other for the next five months. Like, yo, I would love to see, you know, Kevin Owens in that picture. Alistair Black. Yeah, I mean. Like, like I could name a bunch of people who should be in that title picture. I, look, I, I don't get it. We're, we're, we're not creative. We're, so we're not. We'll never understand no, the, why the process. they do the things no, no, that no. they do or what process. Like, you know what? You know, it's a great idea. Bobby Lashley and Apollo, Apollo Cruz. Cruz. Like, again. Again. <laughs> for the 18th time. Yep. 
Like I, you know, we're sick of it. It's got. I'm done. Um, I'm trying to think who went. I'm gonna go against the green. I'm gonna go Apollo Cruz. I'm gonna say he he regains his U.S. title here. I'm also going Apollo Cruz here. I don't I don't know. Somebody just tells me like I know they give it to Bobby just to give it to Bobby, and now they're gonna give it back to Apollo. Cruz. Yeah, I think Apollo Cruz is better fit. All right, to hold the title. This match, I am pumped for. I'm telling you right now, this is gonna be match of the night. Oh yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. In a triple threat ladder match for the Intercontinental title. I am pumped. You don't understand how excited I am. You know how long it's been since I've seen a solid, like, IC title ladder match? Yeah, I, this is exciting, actually. You're right. I mean, three guys. Look, granted, Jeff Hardy is. He can way, still go, though. Way past his prime, but he can still put on a show. You're right. He can still do some Especially stuff. in a ladder match. Like, that's his, that's his element. That's his, that's, yeah, that's him. That's his, that's his match. Exactly. That's, his that's where he's most comfortable, yep. I would say. So, I mean, then you got another phenomenal AJ Styles in there. And you got Sami Zayn, who's also great exactly. at wrestling. So, I like this match. Um, finally, they did something right. Right. <laughs> we have a match to finally look forward to. Yep, yep. Especially, you know, for the IC title. I think this is huge. Uh, and I also agree with you. I think this might actually steal the show. Yep, I agree. Uh, winning, though, I'm actually going to go Sami Zayn here. Got Zayn. Huh? I got Sami Zayn. You know he was the champion before COVID happened. Mm-hmm. They stripped him of the title because he he didn't want to wrestle during COVID. And you know, one, I think they're it's just they're gonna throw it back on on him. And two, honestly, he deserves it. You know, when he finally won the IC title, I was excited because Sami Zayn is a great wrestler. I was so happy he finally got his singles title. So I just think it's time, you know, give it back to him. Let him have his run. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I like Sami Zayn, but I'm going to go AJ Styles here. I'm going to go, like, the bigger name. Only reason I'm not doing AJ is because I have heard talks that he is one of the people who are, like, it's not 100% confirmed, but it, it's there that he's getting drafted to Raw. Only reason why I'm not uh, doing AJ. Okay. Otherwise, he might have been my pick. I mean, we'll see. I don't know, but I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with AJ. AJ? Uh, All right. AJ. And now on to our two main events. This match, I'm so, I'm so mad that they made this a gimmick match. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE title in an ambulance match. Good job, guys. Oh, man. You guys had one job. I, I, you know, I've always hated this match. This has always been a match to me that's just like... And you know what? I can... <clears throat> we've talked about this because we both said that, you know, oh, you know, we can't see... Like, it would be surprising if Randy won here. I can see them letting Randy win here because of, like, a fluke whatever... Because, like, this guy gets thrown into the ambulance or something by accident. Like, yo, I can tell you right now, I'm telling you. Imagine this. He goes for a Claymore on Randy. Randy moves, closes the doors, wins. It's going to be something stupid like that. You know what? Yeah, I see it happening. Look, (laughs) I feel like the WWE has wanted to put the title on Randy. They just didn't know how to do it. I think it's that, but then I think that they stepped back and they were like, oh, wow, like, yo, McIntyre's actually doing great. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't think they want Randy to actually beat McIntyre clean. That, too. I think if he does beat him, they want it to be, like you said, like a fluke, like something, you know, crazy happens, like that he loses it. And I agree. I think Randy takes this, but he doesn't take it by just, like, beating the crap out of McIntyre. Yeah. Something crazy happens. He gets locked in there. I don't know. Maybe somebody interferes. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, who do you have winning this match? I got Randy. I'm going. You gonna Randy. go Randy? I'm gonna go Randy. 
I, I feel like they don't just like poo poo on Randy this many times in a row. That would be literally three pay views in a row. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after after that, you you, you kind of just kind of lost all credibility. Yeah, it's it's over with. You have to somebody else got to make their way up there. <sighs> nah, I'm gonna go Drew. I just think why. Listen, I mean, I, wow. I think Randy's a person that they're looking at <laughs> who can who can handle it. Like they can poop on Randy for five interviews straight, but he's still Randy Orton. No, I mean, yeah. and again, I'm telling right. you, I think that they finally realize, like, oh wow, like yo, Drew is killing it. But here's the thing, like, if he loses this now, right? Yeah, that's three matches in a row. Randy drops. How do you now put Randy in a position to beat McIntyre? This uh, this will have to be done. No, I think this is it. Like this would be it. I don't think it's ha- it's happening again at this. And if it does, that would be a mistake in my opinion. If this is it, if this is it for the Randy and uh, McIntyre rivalry, then you gotta think that McIntyre does win. Yeah, exactly. So, That's why I'm, I'm going. If through. we're going off that, like they're gonna end this rivalry, then yeah, McIntyre wins. Because the next one is Hell. In- <sighs> That's what I'm That's saying. the thing. It's like you can you can see Drew and Randy in a Hell in a Cell. You ain't giving Randy to win in a Hell in a Cell. No, you're, you're not, not gonna give him it. That's but then he loses it like a month later. Like I get it, you give it to him for a month, whatever. Well, it's happened with Randy before. I mean, it's true. He's won it and lost it. Nah, I'm gonna keep my pick. I'm gonna say with Drew. I'm gonna go with Drew. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna stick with Randy. I'm going with Randy. And now on to the main event, the one we we already talked about this on on previous shows. Uh, Roman versus Jay Uso for the Universal Title. Uh, this is probably the biggest throwaway match. Probably bigger than the. Uh, than the SmackDown Tag Team title match. It's sad that this is... Uh, um, listen, the, the the promos and the story have been really good because it's all about family and this and that, whatever. Yeah. Uh, if I'm going to be very honest here, I expect this match to be like a Brock Lesnar match. My guy's going to come in here, super punch this guy, spear, match. It's not going to be a competition. Yeah, I, I don't... And why are they going to do that? Because they're going to do something like that. They're going to build this thing, have Roman come here and end the match in like 30 seconds. Establishes dominance. Dominance and heel, because people are going to hate that. Yeah. So... Because yeah. they hated Brock. You exactly. Know, people hated, like, this is all he does. Like, he comes in here, fights for life. The thing is, though, I don't know if you can do that, because, like, you know, Roman's not old. He's still, like, in his prime. But that's why it's, people, people are going to hate go. it even more. Because, like, you know he can go, but he's just like, nah, I'm just going to do this and be done. I mean, look, they could do it, obviously, but I feel like, it, I don't know, it, it doesn't make sense to do it. Because, like, Roman could, like, I mean, you're paying Roman probably a lot of money to, what, five for 30 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 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 it's I mean, Roman, though. They paid Brock, right, the same amount to do it, so, I mean, It's hey, Roman, though. Yeah, that's true. I, I got, obviously, Roman. I mean, I, if you chose anyone other than Roman, you're obviously not paying attention to Roman. I think the more, like, interesting thing is, is, like, the probably the over, under, like, a minute. I, w- I would love to see the betting odds. Like, how, how long does it take oh, I agree. for Roman to win this? We should match? look that up at some point. We should, honestly. Um, all right. If they start doing this, we have to start doing this on the show. Like, we do. Like, betting odds for Roman We matches. do. <laughs> I like this, actually. I do. I do, too. Uh, but that's Clash of Champions. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a bad show. I think there's definitely matches that have potential. I think it's going to be a pretty good show. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Look, I, I feel like... Uh, look, I get it's Roman Reigns, but yeah. I feel like he shouldn't be the main event. But he's Roman. That is true, too. But it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, throw, it's a throwaway match. Like, it is. On. It absolutely is. You put in a throwaway match as a main event? It's, it's just bad. Roman always main events. Come on, now. Yeah. Um, other thing I want to talk about. So... <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, and I was like, oh, for the love of God, please don't do this. So, 
<clears throat> Drew McIntyre and Tyson Fury have been going at it on Twitter. And people are saying that at the next Crown Jewel, which is in November, actually, if Drew is still champion, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen yet, because, you know, storylines change that quick. But, like, they're considering doing Drew McIntyre defending the WWE title against Tyson Fury. And I was like, why? Why, why is this happening? Uh, <laughs> way back when Tyson Fury had his last boxing match. Correct. He was rumored to be, like, or scheduled to appear at, I think, I don't know if it was WrestleMania. Well, he had a match at Crown Jewel against Braun, and he beat him. I mean... He won by countout. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you're right. He was scheduled. Yeah. But he was supposed to be scheduled for more... Uh, Appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess... I don't know, you know, how, how the things go with the agents yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, it's all about money nowadays. So. Of course. But this is just, to me, just... Like, stupid. It's just stupid. It is. Like, why... Why are you gonna bring in a professional boxer? Like, look, I get it. They did this before Mayweather... You know, he fought. I mean, it was show. it was mania. It's a different story. It was a it was one match. It was all for hype. Yeah. Like, but like Mayweather didn't come in and challenge the WWE champion. Yeah. Exactly. Like that's stupid. Look, this is just prototypical WWE. WWE. Yes, sir. Stupid things, man. Trying to be wrong. creative, but really, they're just really uncreative. Uh, since we're on the topic of people coming to WWE, uh, I actually read that there's a lot of speculation that Cormier might be coming to WWE. What's your yes? What is your what are your thoughts on but that? I, I love it actually because he wants to come in as an announcer first. Yes, as a commentator. As a commentator, yep. and then like pro- maybe work his way into wrestling. Yep. So I love this. Uh, I follow UFC, you know, yep. very heavily. Um, I think that Cormier is like one of the best like commentators there is, especially when talking about uh, UFC. Mm-hmm. He's he's awesome at it. He's great. He knows his stuff. He studies his stuff. So I think if he just you know follows his wrestling a little bit, I think he's gonna do a phenomenal job. All right. Yeah. Um, did As for wrestling, yeah, I think he'll even be a good wrestler too because he was a world class uh, wrestler. Oh, perfect. I mean, you already know that if he comes here. It's just a matter of time before him and Brock find each other. Yeah. Oh, matter yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Matter of time. Um, I don't know if you saw, but did you see that Bellator is apparently interested in signing Brock? Oh, boy. I mean, I don't know. I mean... At this point, like... I guess it's possible, but I guarantee you that if they make him an offer, WWE would probably, like, triple that offer. I mean, Bellator can't afford a guy like Brock, honestly. But so can Vince. And Vince will give him whatever he wants. No, that's what I'm saying. Like... Bellator already won't be really able to afford yeah. Brock. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even the name. Well, yeah. Like, Vince, I'm pretty sure, is waiting them very easily, to yeah. see how serious talks get between exactly. Brock and whatever other company. Well, I guess, you know, I also saw that, you know, Brock's also been talking to Dana White and stuff like that. Yeah. I agree. You know, like, this- look, there's still the back and forth with uh, John Jones and yeah. uh, Brock Lesnar. Look, they want to book that for just hype reasons, but honestly, it's going to be a terrible match. That would probably be, like, his last fight ever. Bross. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, if he steps into the octagon <laughs> with John Jones, John Jones is going to retire Brock Lesnar. That's it. He's going to seriously hurt him. Probably. Like, what, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you because you know more than I do about that. No, so. yeah, it's, it's just going to be bad for him. It'll be bad business for Brock. Put it that way. Yeah? Yeah, I think it'll be yeah. bad business. Um, 
something that was said recently by AJ Styles, and I was surprised when I was reading this article. Uh, he actually said straight up, he was like, I want to retire. Yes. Like, uh, I saw this section. He, uh, I don't know, I guess, you know, you just get to that age, man, where you just... The thing I respect about AJ, because, you know, again, you know, a lot of wrestlers struggle with this, is he is a firm believer where it's like, I mean, a lot of people are too, you know, for example, Taker, like, he always said, like, oh, if I can't do what I could do, like, I don't want to wrestle, but then he kept going. Mm-hmm. But I think AJ is, like, dead set on, like, if I can't do what I know I can do, like, nah, I'm done. Look, AJ, you're right. AJ's not going to stoop down to not doing the things that people are used to seeing him do. Exactly. Like, if he can no longer bounce on the ropes and do uh, a, 450. Uh, a 450 or a phenomenal elbow yep. or anything along the lines of that, I think he's just going to be like, you know, if I can't do this, if I can't perform the way I want to perform, yeah. then I'm not performing at all. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to go out there and show people... A diminished AJ Styles. Of course, he wants to show people phenomenal AJ. Styles. Yes, sir. And if he can't be anything but phenomenal, I think he'd be done. Yeah, I think he has that mindset. And on top of that, um, you know, I think it wasn't recent. It was maybe like a year, maybe a year or two ago. I know he signed. It was either a three or a five year deal. But now I'm I'm truly believing that when that deal expires, like that's it. I think that deal's over like next year. No. No, I mean I don't I, I don't know if it was a if it was a three or five year. I think it was... I think he signed it last year, and I think it was a five-year deal. Oh, okay. I believe. Because I know that they signed him right around AEW was happening, Mm. because when his contract was expiring... Well, it was rumors about... Because Young Bucks actually said that their plan was to have AJ and uh, the club uh, debut on the first episode of AEW, but then AJ decided to sign with WWE. Imagine that, man. Imagine, right? Um... Because he said, he said they gave him a crazy deal for five years, and he was like, I couldn't turn it down. No, yeah. Plus, AJ is also really big on family. Yeah. Like, he loves his family and stuff. And again, he has to think of what's best for his family, always. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, look, I, look, if AJ wants to hang him up, it'd have been a phenomenal career. Yeah, and listen, you know, yes, you know, he didn't do any, like, that much time in WWE, but, you know, just think about what he has done in WWE in his short time. I mean, my guy is, what, a two-time WWE champion? He held uh, one reign he held for over a year. Uh, he's a former Intercontinental Champion. He's a former U.S. Champion. Like, he has a great resume. Yeah, he's almost held everything in a short period of time. Yeah, he has a great resume for a short amount of time. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I guarantee you at some point he'll probably either win, like, a Money in the Bank or, like... I don't know, like a World War or something. I'd love to see AJ win the Money in the Bank. I'd love to see AJ Styles with the Money in the Bank. Hell yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, oh, funny thing about that, before we move on from that. Money in the Bank. So, recently they've been doing a storyline where uh, The Miz is trying to steal, like, Otis's, like, Money in the Bank or whatever. Mm-hmm. And basically what I read is that uh, the uh, backstage or officials, whatever, they're, like, all out on Otis holding the Money in the Bank. So I'm like, oh. Yes. No, they I mean, came to their senses. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happens after that, because, I mean, they. I guess they haven't decided an ending for the storyline yet, but my thing is that either you're going to put that up again in another match, which I don't see them doing, or it's just going to be up in a match against whoever he's uh, having a rivalry with, and I'm telling you right now, if they give that to The Miz, I'm going to be pumped. Because I'm telling you right now, The Miz honestly deserves at least one more world title run. He's earned it. And I, I'll stand by that. The Miz, I think, no matter what, no matter what your take is on the Miz, yeah. like how you feel about him, he is 
one of the best all time on the mic. Oh, without a, without a shadow of a doubt. Like he, you know, they, and there's been greats. I'm talking about yes. greats that have been been there, done that on the mic, and he's right up there with them. Yes, he like absolutely is. Throughout all this time, throughout his whole career, has found a way to stay relevant, and he's done it by talking on the mic. Yeah. His wrestling obviously has gotten better throughout the years. Oh, of course. He's now at his peak. He'll never be better than what, than he, is what right he is right now. I agree with that. Or maybe even what he was like a few years ago. Yep, I agree but, with that. Like, this, is, this is the best of wrestling-wise of The Miz. So but, now, in your opinion, what do you think happened? Uh, I mean, I gave mine, but what do you think happened to The Money in the Bank? Do they take it away from him, put it up in like another match? I, I think this Do they just have a match between him and like The Miz or something? I, I think this should have happened years ago when someone else had won the Money in the Bank. Like, yeah. They've had bad Money in the Bank uh, winners. Wrestle winners, yes. You're correct. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, they've had this before and they needed to do this before and I think this has, in my opinion, this has to be probably the worst Money in the Bank winner. Oh my God. And it this needed, to, they needed to do something to get this out of his hands. Yeah. Otis's hands and I think doing it with The Miz is probably the best idea they've had. My only thing though is that in terms of what you said, like how they do it, I think they should just straight up match for the money in the bank. I agree. Um, my only it's interesting. My only fear here, here, though, is that if let's say the Miz actually wins it, you need to draft him to Raw immediately. Because I know for a fact he's not touching the Universal title. Because I know that that's going to be a contention between both Roman and the Fiend, and I know that the Miz is not touching either one. No, <laughs> no. No way. So, I'm telling you right now, if he actually wins that, and we're actually going to do a draft, you need to draft him to, to Raw. That has to happen. I mean, he can't, he can, like... I mean, this guy, McIntyre, runs circles around the mess. Yes, but you could actually believe it, though. <laughs> what? I mean, can you? <laughs> if he does, like, a, a good heel, like, cash-in... Like, if this guy is down, broken, whatever... Uh, yeah, it has to be one of those. I mean, I can believe that he can do that on Drew. I would never believe he could do that on Roman. Especially not a heel Roman. Hell no. Hell no. I mean, I could see it like the Fiend-Roman clashing in a crazy match. And The Miz pulls off like a Rollins cash-in. No. I'm sorry. Either way, I can't see him <laughs> getting a win over both, either one of those guys. I can't. Dude, like, The Fiend and Roman... That's as big as Brock and Roman. Bro, you know they've actually started talking about maybe doing that for Hell in a Cell, and I was like, no! Already? I was like, leave these guys as far away from each other as possible. I was like, just keep teasing it. <sighs> I was like, this is mania worthy. I, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna hold out until Mania. I think that's like that's a ways away. If you really think about it, that's a ways away. And to keep those guys like and think, um, how many opponents are you gonna throw? In Roman's way, there's not a lot of guys that that, that can, I mean, face him for the title. Yeah, you could throw like yeah, you're throwing in his his cousin. I mean, you could throw a bunch of guys, but it's really just not. I mean, that's true though. It's not watchworthy. It's true, but I mean, as much as like I mean, Hell in a Cell isn't like the worst review, but like I also wouldn't put that on like a Hell like Hell in a Cell. Like if anything, I'd put it on like a Survivor Series. Yeah, like yeah. Survivor. Yeah, one of your big ones. Roy exactly. Rumble. Yeah, exactly. Um. Something else I've been reading, because their their contract with the Thunderdome, where where, Thund where the Thunderdome is, that arena, it expires, I think, at the end of October. So now people are, like, guessing, like, oh, what are they going to do, like, post-Thunderdome? Because, I mean, they could renew their contract, but apparently the talks right now is that they're actually looking at places down in Florida where they can actually start having, like, outside venues. 
What are, you, what are your thoughts about outside venues? Um, like I'm all right with that. Look, I've always liked wrestling outside. Yes, like Bash yeah. at the Beach oh. is one of my favorites. True, all time. So I'm cool with the outside stuff. The only thing is, if you're doing it in Florida, you have to know what like how the weather is because it rains frequently out there. That I mean, listen, as as much as you like to think that it's always warm down there, you know, it does get kind of chilly. It, it does. I mean, so I mean, you gotta you gotta really you have to be weary of these things. Like you don't know how what the weather is going to be like day by day in Florida. Yeah. Like yeah, I you're mean, gonna get days obviously that are very nice and hot, but you're gonna be days where it just like rains all day. So, what are you gonna do? Not hold the show because it's raining outside? Yeah, it's very true. So I, I just think the every day outside is probably a terrible idea. You should probably like split it up. Split it up. I yeah. agree. I agree. I mean, especially like when you think about like the months you want to be doing it in, like November, December, like yeah, that's kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah, it's too cold for that, especially in Florida. Yeah. So here's a question I want to ask you. And it's about tag teams, and it pops in my head, and I was like, wow, you actually really don't see that anymore. <clears throat> Back in the day, when there was a tag team, and they were a good tag team, mm-hmm. they would run the tag team division, and then at some point, someone would turn on someone, and then from there, you know, one person would be like, okay, whatever, but then one person would become, like, a megastar. This doesn't happen anymore. Why, why, why not? I don't know. You know what it is too. They're not like the 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 tag teams that they're putting together mm-hmm. are teams that of people. I mean, of wrestlers that are not good as singles competitors. True, correct. So these tag teams are good. They're good together, but they're not good separate. Correct. So back in the day, for instance, you had the Hardy Boys. Yeah. You had Jeff Hardy, who was well and above, obviously Matt Hardy. Hardy. And, you know, I some will say Matt Hardy had, kind of had, like, a successful singles career. Yeah. Right? But he wasn't Jeff Hardy. Hell no. Like, obviously, he's the better. And then you have Edge and Christian. Yeah. Obviously, Edge is all-time legends. He's up there, you yep. know. And Christian has never... And some will say Christian has also had a successful... Exactly. ...singles, but he's never... He wasn't Edge. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys were superstars. I mean, listen, same thing can be said about the Hart Foundation. Look at who Brett became. To me, with the Rockers. Look at who Shawn Michaels became. Yeah. Like, come on now. The only ones that really didn't have that much success was, like, the Dudley Boys. But I see the Dudley Boys were that rare case where they were a tag team, in and out. Yeah. Like, there was never any doubt. It was just, nah, we are a tag team, we're, that's it. Exactly. Like, they were the tag team that were going to be a like, tag team. Like, that was a tag team where if you ever split up, you'd be like, why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. Or, like, someone like Ed and Christian, you'd be like, oh, all right, like, you know... I, I do I can see this person you know well, yeah, excelling Edge was so good exactly people knew that exactly but yeah so, I mean like you said uh, you know to answer your question I just don't think they're they're putting big like mega stars with like a regular star it's kind of just two guys that are good together but aren't good separately yep I, I would agree with that. and also on top of that I feel like they just throw random people together nowadays yeah like the only tag team that I could think of where if you split them up they'll probably both be successful is uh like Johnny Morris and The Miz oh John Morris and The Miz John yeah. Morris and The, and the, and the Miz so I agree cause split those guys up I think they do just fine by themselves I agree I agree completely with that other than that I mean I, I can't really what other tag team can you see like 
splitting up. And, and it would successful. be good? Yeah. <sighs> Maybe... Maybe Garza and Andrade. I was gonna say Andrade has done it. Already. Yeah, so like I, I can see them, you know, if he's played. But he wouldn't on. like we've already seen singles. Andrade, Andrade we have, and he hasn't been a superstar. He has put on a five star match though. Correct. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't really think of any other tag team that like if you split them up, I'd be like, oh yeah, like they would do. Yeah, they don't do mega stars anymore with just stars because like those guys are just too good. And then another thing I, I hate that doesn't happen anymore nowadays. It's just like, you know, almost like like the chain of command about how it's supposed to go. Like, you're supposed to be a tag team champion. You know, you and your tag team partner split. You become a mid-card champion. And at some point, you become a world champion. Like, it doesn't happen like that anymore. No. And, like, that process has worked for how many years? Like, I hate now that, like, oh, someone will just skip everything and just become a world champion. Well, and then at some point, he'll become, like, a tag team champion. Yeah. And then he'll be a mid-card champion. it's like... I don't like the whole out of... You gotta think about it, too, though. Out of place. The way that WWE is now is, like, the developmental system yeah. wasn't how it was. Oh, well, yeah. Day. Absolutely. Like, NXT is now its own brand. Yep. Before, NXT was underground and wasn't even on TV. True. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So now you got your developmental league, which was supposed to be literally, like, just developmental, is now better. its own brand. And it's better than your own show. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, imagine, you know, you have... Adam Cole and you put him in like a tag team yeah you know what I'm saying like if Adam Cole goes to WWE he's automatic IC world heavyweight title contention yes absolutely 100% like, you, don't, you don't put Adam Cole there and oh you know oh, I'll probably make him fight for like the 24-7 title <laughs> <laughs> like no My that's God. not happening Jesus Christ you know what I'm saying no yeah I do I do um, last thing I want to talk about before we move on to the top 10 so this week they finally Revealed stuff about retribution, and it was pretty shitty. So they have like five main members, and I don't, I don't know, man. It's it's, it's weird. All right. It's like they come out here with like these like masks on, like it looks like like Hannibal Lecter type masks or like Bane masks, and like they're like talking in these deep voices, and they're like, oh, we're gonna like. We're gonna like just like bleed this company dry and blah blah blah. And the thing I hate is that like they have real talent in that group. Where I'm like, why would you waste these people? Like for example, Mia Yim is in that group. She's a great wrestler. She should not be no demonic, whatever the hell group you want to call it. Who else is in? Do you know who's um, in there? The only other person I know big who's in there is a uh, Dominic Divakojic, the guy who who used to uh, wrestle Keith Lee like all the time. He's really tall. You probably see a match or two of theirs. Yeah, I'd have to, yeah. Probably. But, yeah, like, he's in that group. And I'm like, dude, that's another guy, like... That, I mean, the other people that are in it, they're, like, kind of NXT, like, whatever. Like, I don't even know who you are. So it's like, all right, cool. Like, sure, like, you need a character, go ahead. But, like, dude, they're also giving these guys, like, stupid names. Like, one guy's name is, like... Like, I don't know, like, Slapface and, like, T-Bar. And I'm like, what the hell is this? I'll tell you what this is. This is... Prototypical WWE. You're making alliance of nobodies mm-hmm. to build their confidence to see which one of the people in that group can excel further. That's true. Look at uh, 3MB. Everyone thought none of those guys would be anything. Two out of three of them are actually have been world champions. Two or three of them have been world champions. The other one was a tag team champion. Yeah. So 
It, it just it's just like you do this as an experiment. Like, yeah. all right, we'll put these guys together and we'll see which one of them shines brightest. And the thing, on the I, biggest lights. The thing I find funny about it too is that they've been building this group for like three or four months now. They're gonna split them up after Survivor Series. Oh, I mean, because they're not getting that much hype. Nobody cares. No, about it's them. not even that. There's five of them. I saw this week on Raw when I was watching them, and like they were talking, and then like they started beating up a bunch of like just like WWE superstars, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I was like, there's five of them. Survivor Series is gonna be WWE versus Retribution. Oh, that's where it's gonna be. That's gonna be that's gonna be your main event of Survivor Series. I'm telling you right now. Oh, that's bad. And they're gonna beat them. They're gonna they're gonna split up. Probably, yeah. And I'm like, honestly, whatever. I don't care. Like, do what you got to do. Yeah, I mean, this whole retribution experiment has been terrible anyway. Horrible. Horrible. It's almost as bad as Raw Underground. Oh, that's real bad. And, you know, they're trying to save Raw Underground by putting, like, Braun down there. Yeah. And I was just like... Like, no! Stop. Like, what are you doing? Why? Why is this a thing? I need answers, WWE. I need answers. Why? Yo, tweet at Rob Keyless. Yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that that's our show for, for all the other stuff. We're going to talk top 10 now. And this week's top 10. Top 10 WWE Tag Team Champions. This is a good one. Oh, this is a, this is tough. There's been too many. Too many. I, I had, to, had to look through my my little uh, <sighs> my little archives. I'm very interested, actually, to do some searching. One. But let's, let's kick it off here. You ready? Number 10. WWE Tag Team Champions Jason Aquendo and Jonathan Stanfield <laughs> these guys <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I can't even describe how good these guys are oh they're actually god. the longest reigning tag team champions of all time I just want people to know that you mean beer pong champions <laughs> of all time no but seriously though my number 10 <laughs> I gotta get a laugh out of you my number 10 Rock and Sock Connection baby that's a solid tag team. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Rock and Sock. You know, it, that was the um, that was a tag team that you just when they put them together, you were like, why? And then when it happened, you were like, oh. It was great because they didn't want to be together. Exactly, and that's what made it funny. Yeah. So it's like they kind of like beat the crap out of the opposing opponent and also beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was great because these two literally had like one of the meanest rivalries ever. Yeah. It was like a mistake that they even yeah. became champions. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Rock and Sock, I was like, oh, people can't sleep on the Rock and Sock connection. That was great, actually. Number nine, the Brothers of Destruction. Mm. There's another tag team in that, like, you know, if you put them in a ring with, like, anybody, like, you were just getting your ass kicked. Yeah. Like, these are just two big guys. At Dominant. It's over for you. Evil forces. It's over. I mean, whether it was Badass Undertaker or, you know. Demon Undertaker. Demon yeah. Undertaker, whatever, Underworld Undertaker, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, no matter no matter what it was, they were great. Yeah, absolutely. And I used, dominant. I, I used to say that my favorite uh, thing with these two was um, there was there was an episode of SmackDown back in the day with a two man power trip, and they were getting ready to beat the hell out of Lita with a steel chair, and the Brothers of Destruction just came out and just cleaned house. Yeah, like it, it was just. But that's what I'm saying though. That's why it's like these guys would come out and that was it. That was it. That's true. They would just clean that house. We don't. We don't. We don't have. Like dominant two mega stars like that. Not like that. Not no more. Absolutely not. Number eight. And we're taking it way back here. We're going back to uh, the golden era of wrestling. Demolition. And only reason why I choose Demolition is that before the New Day, they actually had the longest reign as tag team champions, which most people don't know that. You know, because like exactly to me. Yeah, you didn't know that. Uh, They were just a tag team back in the day, man. That again was just dominant. 
dominant tag team. This is far back in the day. This is like 19... No, like, like the 90s. Like early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah, yeah like early sure. 1990s. This, again, this is like the golden era of wrestling. A lot of the listeners today probably won't know who the heck this You're is. like, what the hell is a demolition? Yeah, they're going to have to Google that one. Google it. You're not going to be disappointed. <laughs> Actually, YouTube it. You won't be disappointed. Uh, number seven. And again, just following from where they were. The New Day. Uh, listen... I personally am not a fan of the New Day anymore. You know, I, I was I was cool with it. You know, New Day. Yeah, I was cool with it when it was at its hype. Now I just feel like it's kind of there. Nah, I love it. Um, I still love it. Nah, uh, I had a, I had a show respect though. You know, they are the longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions of all time. Um, they also I think they have like eight or nine reigns as tag team. Cha- like they, they're just they're just a solid tag team. Bro, it, and you see when they wrestle too. Yeah, it's great because like. These guys were literally just bunched together, you know. They they were absolutely going. They made career. the best of a worse situation. Yeah, they really did. Like they were just like they look. WWE was like, look, you go ahead and do this. If this fails, like that's it. This is probably their last chance. Probably, honestly, probably. And I don't know how or why, but they just blew up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like yes, yeah. it just worked. It clicked. Absolutely. And I gotta give again. I give them credit for what you're saying too. And I mean, listen, from from the promos to the merchandise to the wrestling, like they had it all. Yeah, they had it all. I mean, they they made they they made it. And, and they made. And I'll say, my client, they actually made the tag team division like exciting again. They did. And like the years. matches that they were having with like the Usos, phenomenal tag team matches. Yes. Phenomenal. I mean, for the better half of what the last decade, they've been. Like the dominant tag the team. Dominant tag I would team. agree with that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Number six, the New Age Outlaws. Mm. Oh, you didn't know. Yo, ass better call somebody. <laughs> Listen, man, that never gets old. New Age Outlaws. <laughs> they were they were a division of degenerate. This this is when DX, in my opinion, was at its peak. Oh. Yeah. Like, listen, I, I love the whole Shawn Michaels Triple H DX, but Triple H's DX with the New Age Outlaws, this is when they were at their peak. Yeah. Like, they would come out, they were kicking ass, taking names. Bro, you got Road Dog, who already is exciting to watch, and you got Billy Gunn, who's just a phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Like, and that's another tag team. Like, like Road Dog was awful by himself. Like, oh, absolutely! You never wanted to see Road Dog in the same. Hell, no. and when they, yeah, when they split up, you were like, "Why?" Yeah, but you, but I'm telling you, Road Dog is another one of those guys on the mic, great. And that's why they worked out so well because Road Dog wasn't like the greatest wrestler. Yeah, but um, Billy Gunn was. So yeah. Billy Gunn basically handled the wrestling while Road Dog handled all the mic work. Exactly. And that's what made them so good as a tag team. Yep. So good. Was it, was and on top of that, they were like, what? I think they're like a five or six time tag team champion. Yeah, like that's that that's good to hold to your name. Yeah. Number five, the Hart Foundation. Ah, uh, listen. I mean, uh, you, you got to show respect here. Uh, Bret Hart, Jimmy Anvil, Night Hart. Uh, just the the names say it all. The names say it all. And you Legend, know, sledges, baby. You know, they, and in my opinion, they have one of the best tag team finishers of all time. The Heart Attack, that one was just great. Yeah. That's a that's a sick that's the a sick finisher. Great. The Heart Attack, yeah, come on. That's just a sick yeah. a sick finisher. Like everybody, honestly, that was in the Heart Foundation was great. Yeah, absolutely. Like the Heart Family is just pure wrestling. Pure wrestling. If you come out of there, you know you're they they had great wrestlers. Yeah, like that's just what it was, and especially 
You have if you have Bret Hart as your tag team champ. I mean, your tag team partner. How could you go wrong? It's true. Like he's the excellence of execution. There you go. Number four. Now we're getting we're getting into interesting territory here. The Hardy Boys. Ooh, number four. All right. The Hardy Boys. Uh, listen. If you go back and you watch yourself some Attitude Era tag team wrestling, <coughs> the Hardy Boys, man, they always made sure they put on a show for you. Whether yeah. whether it was going through a ladder or a table or I don't even know how to describe it, man. Look, but like to me, this was in 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 my opinion. Yeah. This is the most entertaining tag team of all time. I would agree with this. In in like and and they're obviously the most extreme oh, yeah. tag team of all time. Yep. Uh I'm I don't know how you have three better. I mean I could probably think of a couple. But to say to put three, I have to I have to hear the next three. Rob's excited, guys. I can see the look on his face. I, I'm just very intrigued. Number three. The Legion of Doom. The Road Warriors. And you know it to be true because the Road Warriors, wherever they went, whether it be NWA, WWE, WCW, wherever they went, they were the best. They were the best tag team that there were. Yeah. And their their name owned it. Like, if you said, oh, the Road Warriors or, like, the Legion of Doom, that's it. I, I, can't, I can't really argue with the Legion of Doom here. This is like this just dates back to like old school. Of course. So if you're if you're listening, and you're from you know mid eighties, early nineties. Yeah. You know, the Road Warriors were just dominant back then. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. They they were, they they were the tag team division. That's it. They were. Yeah. That was it. Yep. Like the tag team division started and ended with the Road Warriors. Yeah. That was it. Um. But yeah, no. Listen, I, I absolutely agree with you. I agree with exact with everything you're saying. Uh, number two. Oh, just just a look on Rob's face, guys. It's exciting. Number two, Edge and Christian. People sleep on Edge and Christian, man, but you can't. Yo, look back. Look back. What are they like? A nine-time? Ah, uh, I think like a seven or eight-time yeah. like tag team champion. They're but there. But the reason why I put them here is. Whenever there was a big match for the tag titles, Edge and Christian always won. They won both TLC matches. Yeah. They won both. People can't sleep on Edge and Christian. I don't mind where you have them, and obviously they got to be in top ten. Any top ten. Of course. Everyone's top ten. Of course. I have, I have to know who's number one now. Oh, man. We're, have to. We're, we're, we're not going to go into it here? I think it's all going to blend together. Okay. Number one. I had to go with the Dudley Boys. Dude. Oh, my God. I had to go with the Dudley Boys. I was afraid of this. Why were you afraid of this? I was afraid of Bro, this. the Dudley I think, if you look back on it, the best tag team of the 80s and the 90s, or early 90s, is the Road Warriors. Post that, like, you're talking like late 90s, Attitude Era, early 2000s, whatever, it's, it's the Dudley Boys. Bro, they have held tag team gold in every company they've been in. They're 10-time WWE Tag Team Champions. Dude, like, you can't argue against the facts. Nah, I know. And look, I know they've... And they were another team that we already said that, like, they were just... Nah, like, that, they're a tag team. You yeah. can't split that. Like, they are a tag team. It's true. But, I mean, look, Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys, you can argue, are better than the Dudley Boys. I disagree. I disagree completely. Like, you can have a, a hard argument 
that they're better, especially Edge and Christian. Like, I can't, man. I would have personally, I probably would have had Edge and Christian as my one, and it would have been tough. Yeah. To put them over the Hardy Boys. I would add Hardy Boys two, Dully Boys three, Ward Warriors four. All right. Nah, man. I just honestly, because if someone were just like random, like randomly, yo. The best tag team of all time. Oh, Dudley Boys. I have a question. See, what comes to mind is Ezra Christian. No, nope. first, first thing that comes to my head is oh. Dudley Boys always because they just they just were tag team. That's what they were. And I feel like they also like made tables famous. Like they made well, tables obviously. matches famous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They absolutely. But yeah, did. like ta- tables were never. Really they also famous. had a sick finisher. The three D. Yeah, the three D was. Sick. That's a solid finisher, man. It's basically like an elevated RKO. Yeah. It's literally all that it is. It is. Nah, 3D is, is sick. 3D is sick. And I, look, I'm not poo-pooing... Oh, no, I know, Dudley I know. Dudley Boys are great. I loved the Dudley Boys. I know. It's just that I... I don't know. I, I just felt like I would rather see Edge and Christian than the Dudley Boys. I got it. I'd rather... My main event, tag team titles on the line, I want to see the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian. No. I'd rather see Edge and Christian versus Dudley the Boys? Dudley Boys. All right. Actually, no, I'll take that back. I'd rather see the Hardy Boys versus Dudley Boys. That was always a good match. Because you knew that something crazy was going to happen with those two. It was right? always, yeah. Because you're literally having, like, the extreme of WWE meet ECW. Yeah. That's literally I what mean, you have. Look, yeah. I guess it's just preference here. Well, of course. Because I think you could probably switch these guys however oh, which one absolutely. you absolutely. There's no, there's no right or wrong answer here. Absolutely, I agree. It's about preference. Yep, I agree with that. Other, other than that, how do you think the, the list came out, though? But again... Like always, great job. I don't really have a lot of arguments here. Just, uh, yeah, I would have switched. Are there, are there any tag team that you thought of in your head that, like, I might have missed? That you would have been like, ah, I might have threw them on the top ten. Or do you think that they were they were all there? The two-man power trip. I thought about them, but in the end, when you think about it, they... They, were, they weren't a tag team long. It's not even, they weren't a tag team long. They weren't really tag team champions for long either. They were just dominant in the period. They were dominant, though. You're not wrong. They were just dominant in the time period that they were champions. You're not wrong about that. They held that. all the titles. They did. They held every single championship. I mean, yeah. You're not wrong. Another uh, dominant tag team was... Uh, what was it? I think it was... Uh, Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. That's another good team... But again, they weren't like a tag. They weren't like exactly, exactly, team, exactly. But they were also like dominant. No, really no, you're dominant. right, you're right. But, but I think in terms of like the definition of tag team, like people you know, like okay, this is a tag team. Yeah, yeah. I think you you hit it. I think you hit it on the head. Like, nice. Got it. All right. Got it to the T. Nice, nice. But like, I think the only other one would probably have been, you know, uh, two man power trip. But I don't, I don't see who you could take out. Well, that's exactly and, and put them in there. Like I would say, two man power trip. Like, it, maybe you could take out the Rock and Sock and put the two-man power trip. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I would agree with that. Yeah, but that's about it. I agree. Because, yeah, other than that, I would say two-man power trip is probably, like, if there were to be, like, an 11th, it would be them. Yeah. Like, that. that's where I would have put them. Like, they would have been, like, right there. Like, just shy. I'm trying to think if there was another, like... Tag team. team. But I can't... Exactly. Oh, Uh-oh. the Usos. They're good, but they're not like not. They're not top ten good. They're, no, they're not top ten good. They've just when you think of tag prototypical tag teams, they're it. Well, I mean, they are a good tag team. I will agree with that completely. And they've also been relevant for the last decade as well. That's very true as well. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. 
But I don't think that they, they, they made top 10 worthy. In my opinion. You could argue that they could be 10. You can argue it. I guess, you know, compared to the Rocket Sock, I guess that, that's a fair assessment. So, uh, look, I, there's a few there's a few out there that, uh, off the just the top of my head. But, uh, yeah, like the Usos. Gotta, get, gotta put some respect on the Usos' name. I know a lot of people don't like them, don't really like, like, their style, but, like, they, they have a good amount of uh, title reigns. They do. Like, I think they have, like, I think they also have, like, seven or eight. Yeah, something like, like that. Look at that. They, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Usos got another couple in them before they're done. Oh, without it, yeah. No, please, absolutely, absolutely. But yep, that was the top ten. I'm happy you liked it, Rob. Yeah, no, I enjoyed the top ten as always. Um, that is it for our show, though. Sadly, <clears throat> thank you again for being here. As usual, for Robert Kiles, I am Jonathan Sample. See you guys next time. Just keep jobbing, everybody.